Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Today we've got a lot of Thanksgiving entitled parent drama. We'll get to that in a bit, but first, Entitled Mama Bear gets upset that she was called out for leaving her shopping cart in a parking space rather than returning it. Turns the local Facebook group to complain about the rude person. Doesn't get the reception and sympathy she was hoping for. I was looking at my town's Facebook group and there was an anonymous post from some entitled mother complaining that she shouldn't be expected to return her shopping cart to the corral because she had her two kids with her already in the car and fussing. Apparently someone saw her leaving her cart right there in the parking lot, instead of taking 30 seconds to return it to one of several strategically placed corrals, and apparently called her out on it. Last I checked, there were well over a hundred replies to her post. Most were basically saying you're the jerk. I think on a personal level you can be upset if somebody calls you out for doing some jerk move like that, but if you're gonna turn to a crowd, you're basically saying like, Hey, I littered, and somebody called me out for it. They're such a jerk for calling me out for that, right? You gotta have no awareness to think that you're going to get some sympathy. Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you enjoy fueling your hatred for these entitled parents, why not hit that subscribe button down below? That said, our next story is... Unreasonable bus driver refuses to turn music down. This happened back in high school. As the title suggests, I took the school bus to and from school. I didn't have a car. One day, I got on the bus after school and noticed we had a new bus driver. They change up bus drivers all the time, so this wasn't a shock. I sat down in the front row seat on the right side of the bus, across the aisle from the driver, and right in front of the stairs. Kids were still boarding, so the bus wasn't moving, but the radio was on. I don't remember what station it was, and it doesn't really matter. All I know is that it was playing just a teensy bit too loudly for my taste. It wasn't blasting, just a notch above what I'm comfortable with. I have disabilities and I'm a bit sensitive to noise, and while this was nowhere near loud enough to make my brain shut down, it was a bit uncomfortable. The following interaction then occurred between me and the bus driver. Pay close attention to the wording. Me leaning over so she can hear me over the general chatter of the bus said, Excuse me, could you please turn the music down just a little bit? The bus driver didn't answer me for a moment. She then got onto the radio slash PA system, temporarily pausing the music and said to the entire bus, Just so you all know, I'm gonna be playing Radio Station X. My son works for the radio station, so I'm not going to turn it off. Did you pick up on it? I told her to turn it down. Not off, down. While it is possible that she misheard me, but the chatter of the other kids was not that loud that day. There wasn't much interference nearby because none of the talkative people sit in the front and the music was not blasting. Even if she had misheard me, I made sure to ask extremely politely. I wasn't using any sort of tone and my volume was exactly the kind anyone would use in a moderately crowded room. It was abundantly clear that I was not being rude or hostile, but for some unexplainable reason, instead of politely turning and saying something like, I'm sorry, but my son works for this radio station as a DJ. I like to have the radio on so I can listen to him. 
She decided to be passive-aggressive. Being incredibly shy, I never asked again or bothered to clarify what I'd said. I was far too intimidated. From that point onward, I brought headphones to school just to wear on the bus to slightly dampen the noise. I know this isn't the most exciting story in the world, and if I was the one being entitled, I'll accept that. I don't think I was, as I felt she overreacted to a polite request. But I could be wrong. To me, this bus driver sounded like the argumentative type of person that is willing to almost refuse to see things for how they are just so they can get snippy. I'm sure that they're a prime gaslighting candidate. Our next story is, Entitled Dad yelled at security because his son pushed a girl off a public piano. So yesterday I was in the train station. My train didn't arrive for another hour, but I just sat around on my phone. Then this little girl, she was about 7 years of age, she began to play the piano. And I immediately thought, oh god, here we go. Until she started to play amazingly. She nailed River Flows in You and was playing for a while. Say about 20 minutes later, Entitled Dad will call Joe, and his wife will call Susan, and his three kids, but we'll only have the one Entitled Kid, Kevin. Kevin's about 6 years of age. He sees the girl playing on the piano, and so he started to smash the keys, absolutely ruining the music. The little girl looks a bit upset and continues trying to play her music. Now, of course, she isn't entitled to the piano either, but when Kevin pushed her, she looked like she was going to cry. A security guard watching over her told Kevin to stop, who then went back to Joe. Joe then begins to argue with the security guard. He then tells Kevin to go back to the piano. He once again pushes the girl. She then ran off, and Kevin's once again smashing the keys. Soon, Susan takes Kevin by the arm and brings him back. Joe's complaining to Susan for not letting Kevin on the piano. He begins to yell and cause a scene and so does Kevin. Susan just walks off, Joe, Kevin and the two other kids. Just before Joe lets Kevin back on the piano, the security guard escorts him away. Joe's screaming and soon, peace. Well, the peace you would get in a train station. A few minutes later, the little girl is back and plays for a few more minutes, even being given money by a few people until her and her mother went to their train. I know it's like public transit and you're probably going to expect some less than polite people, but it was a really nice surprise to see the security guard actually escort these public nuisances away. Our next story is, friend wants me to buy Xmas gifts for her kids and had friend berate me for saying no. I'm still in moderate touch with a school friend, but not to the level where I share too much about me. She came to where I lived over a decade ago while I was just out of my pneumonia. Honestly, I wanted to hang up when she called. I told her I was sick, but her response was, take your medicine so that we can hang out. We had generally a good time, even better than I thought. I was moved to send her kids some gifts the following Christmas. She never even asked about my kids, which is fine, but I'm talking about being reciprocate. She has six kids. To be honest, I wasn't expecting a gift for my kids, nor was she obligated. However, she got the gifts and didn't even tell me that she'd received them. Didn't even say thank you. Instead, she sent me a huge laundry list of things I could do for her. So I refused. We lost touch for years. She's now getting in touch again, but I'm not enthusiastic. She's in a very bad financial situation and asked me if I could send her presents so her kids can open something for Christmas. I said no. I'm on a budget and I need to take care of myself. She burst into tears. Her husband's best friend found me on LinkedIn and sent me about 15 messages before I blocked him. 
He accused me of ruining her hopes and of being cruel and selfish. I feel very uncomfortable with this, and to be honest, I think either she said something that triggered her messenger friend off, or maybe him on purpose. I'm feeling like this is the end of our friendship. This is very disturbing. I struggled for years myself, but always planned ahead for Xmas. She has a husband, which is an extra income I didn't have. I know what it feels like, but I solved my own crap. I would never put anyone in this position. This seems like the kind of friend that you might have a good time with, but they seem to only hit you up when they want something from you. Unless you enjoy being used by this person all the time, they're not a real friend. This next story is, my mom favors my other siblings. I'm a 20 year old female and I have 4 siblings, 3 sisters and a brother. Ever since I was born, I realized I was the black sheep of the family, and it's obvious. I can never ask for anything for my mom and get it. My father is just as absent and toxic as my mother. I've been working for what I want from when I was 15 years old. As soon as I turned 16, I went no contact with my family. My sisters treat me like snakes, outcast. When I decided to go no contact with my mother, she always tried to guilt trip me talking about how she's my mother and she loves all of us equally which i know is a lie she's abusive manipulative and emotionally draining she doesn't like the fact that i'm not depending on her like my sisters and brother she definitely sounds very controlling and weirdly enough it sounds like even the kids are trying to rope you back into that and being stuck under her needless to say i think if you value your independence and being stress-free Definitely avoid that. Our next story is, mom wants to squeeze her way into husband's family. Am I wrong? I'm the only child of a single mom. She doesn't have many friends because she hasn't really tried making any over the years. She just assumed I'd always be there so she could attach herself to me. Now I'm married with two kids. She can be heavy handed in trying to ingratiate herself to my in-laws because she's afraid of being abandoned. I would never put her in a home. My kids adore her and so does my husband. She comes over whenever she likes, and is included in most of our family vacations. She historically has had very poor boundaries with me, and I've had to really work to carve out a piece of my own life that I manage without her bombarding me with her own opinions, or guilting me into living life the way she wants me to. I had to set boundaries with my mom many times before. She's not a monster, but she is a baby boomer and so she does feel entitled to my life. Now, me and my husband and kids are planning to go over to my sister-in-law's house for Christmas. I wouldn't just diss my mom on a holiday, so we're planning on waking up and opening presents with my mom and the kids and eating a meal with her as well. Then me and the hubby and kids are going over to his sister's house for a while. My mom's trying to wiggle her way into it, saying things like, So, what time are we going over to his sister's house? His sister doesn't know my mom like that at all. They met once, maybe twice, but I think it may be awkward just inviting her over, especially because my mom tries too hard to get people to like her. Is it normal to bring your mom over to your in-law's house on Christmas? Am I wrong for wanting this to be separate? Don't be nice to me. If I'm being a jerk, please let me know. This is a weirdly overly attached situation in my opinion. It's gonna suck because they'll probably try to manipulate you and guilt you, but you gotta probably get some space here and put some boundaries up. Our next story is mother-in-law and a romantic trip. This happened many years ago, the first years of dating my boyfriend. He was in his early 20s. Me and my boyfriend were going on our first trip together three days near the beach. Alone, romantic, you get it. When we told my mother-in-law, she said, 
Next time, say it with more time so I can arrange things and join you. The date doesn't fit my job schedule. We'll have to change the trip moment. No, no. I told her it was a romantic couple thing. She answered that she'd always done everything with his son, always together. He has no more siblings. I'll just say that she wasn't happy because my boyfriend was on my side and didn't allow her to come with us. We had a beautiful time together and enjoyed it a lot. This is a story with a good ending. There's a lot of stories where you hear on like, am I the jerk? Where the boyfriend in this situation sucks up and is a total mommy's boy and is just totally spineless when the entitled parent wants to try to invite themselves on your vacation. This next story is family pictures, but just the family. Ugh, this happened yesterday and it's been a quiet five hour car ride home. Since my husband's entire family came together for the holiday, three sons, their spouses, and all the kids, one of the sister-in-laws made arrangements to have group pictures taken. Outside, in the woods, couple of different scenes. First set up, everyone together, then grandma and grandpa with their three sons, and then grandma and grandpa with the grandkids. We moved to another area with a little sofa for more shots, got grandma and grandpa set up and called the grandkids back, but they held up a hand and told my two boys, but not you. My oldest was kind of laughing it off like, oh, I see how it is, but my younger son was just crushed. These are the only grandparents my kids have ever known, especially my father-in-law. My youngest son just idolized him. My husband had a long talk with his parents back at the house, and they said they never thought, never thought being the operative phrase, it would cause hurt feelings, or that we would have any issues with it. They wanted it for an historical record. I thanked my husband for having my back, but his parents aren't freaking Windsors. Plus, they're thinking with a 1922 mentality. In a hundred years, people won't need to have pictures. They'll be able to access the central brain or pull information out of the ethos. Anyways, it hurt my feelers for my babies, who are basically grown, but still. I don't know if these people are entitled or just clueless. I mean, although the kids laughed it off, I feel like that's the kind of memory that sticks with you forever when you think about your grandparents. I've heard relatives who actually were dealt pretty similarly to this, and throughout the years, anytime that person that did that to them was mentioned, without fail, they always had to mention how they just could not get over being turned down that way by their own grandparents. Our next story is, Entitled Mother Gets Mad at Me for Denying Free Internet to Her Daughter. This history happened some years ago, two to three years before the pandemic. I study in a city near mine, so I take a bus every day to go to school. So my mom used to pay an internet plan with 90 gigabytes of limit to talk to me and for me to watch videos and play games while I was waiting for the bus or riding it. I used to route it to my friends so we could play games and watch videos. But after some time, somehow, people discovered that I was a free Wi-Fi router. People started to ask for the password, but I never passed it to anyone but my close friends. One day, a girl started to annoy me, asking for the password. This continued for 10 to 15 minutes. I got angry and said that I would put the password. So I took her phone, typed the word but in the password slot, and gave it back to her. This caused her to stop. Some days after, my mom came to me and asked if I did that. I said yes and asked her who told her that. She proceeded to tell me that the girl's mom confronted her about that, saying that I was a bad kid and that her daughter was a good kid and she deserved that I shared my internet with her. 
My mom used basic logic with her and told her to screw off shortly after. This woman is highly annoying and tries to take protagonism in everything that happens. I'm pretty sure that half the city hates her. Not only do you got the entitled kid, you definitely got the entitled parent. Your kid said a no-no word, therefore that thing that you're paying for for your kid to have, you should also give it to me. Cause you know, your kid said but. Perfect logic, sound logic, please take my wallet. Our next story is, my entitled mother claims to me disrespecting the entirety of my family that was at Thanksgiving. So picture this okay, I, 15 year old male, am being accused of disrespecting everyone present Thanksgiving. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Storytime is sponsored by BetterHelp. Nearly everyone at some point in their life will struggle with their mental health, whether that's something stressful at work, in a personal relationship, or something else. I know that I really struggled with anxiety in my early 20s and therapy was a massive help for me. That's why I'm a massive fan of therapy and today's sponsor, BetterHelp. If there is anything in your life, big or small, that is negatively affecting you, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. It's an online therapy service that after finishing a small questionnaire will match you with a licensed therapist where you can book appointments that match up with your schedule at any place or any time. And if you feel like you're not bonding with your therapist, you can switch at any point for free. Also, therapy isn't just if you're struggling with mental health. If you're looking for guidance or ways to improve your social skills, life, or relationships, it's a great judgment-free way of doing that. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com StorytimePod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash StorytimePod. Thing because I barely ate anything. Even though my stepsister, 15-year-old female, put even less on her plate than me, she then orders me to go to bed at 4 o'clock in the afternoon? This isn't the first time she's done this, by the way. My mother's always put my stepsister above me on the priority scale, sadly. My mother obviously shows signs of favoritism towards my stepsister, but she's never owned up to it. And this year at Thanksgiving, she yells at me in front of God and everybody about how she drove 12 hours here. I would know I was in the same car as her, squished between two people in the back seat, and that she spent all day cooking food just for me and did not eat it, even though my stepsister put less on her plate than me. But when I pointed out to my mother that my stepsister put less on her plate than me, she went bat poop crazy, red face, and spitting on my face type of angry. She screams, she can put how much she wants on her plate to which I replied back in a calm tone that that wasn't fair and that if she can put that much on her plate, then I can do the same. She then proceeded to scream at me for being an ungrateful piece of poop, her exact words, and ordered me to go to my room, and I told her that was insane. Now everyone's trying to get her off of me at this point, and I'm just sitting there dying internally waiting to go home. 
So Thanksgiving 2022 has been great. You know, I just got an inkling of a feeling that this is one of those families that no matter how much care and love you try to put into Thanksgiving, there is just going to be some kind of argument with insults being hurled. Gotta love Thanksgiving. Just wait for politics to somehow slip in there too. This next story is, my mom tried to kill me because she gave birth to me. My mom tried to end me twice over dumb stuff. My mom has a history of taking things that she shouldn't, like my PS4 for two years because of one piece of homework, my phone repeatedly because she says so, and my computer because she thinks she can stop me from doing you know what. She can't. I want freedom and happiness, so this doesn't bode well. I'll just say I'm 14 and play strategy games. So the first attempt on my life was summer 2020. I'd taken my phone back a couple of times, and my mom had had enough. This is summer where I have nothing to do besides walk around in 90 degree weather, and I didn't care, so I pestered her for my phone. So in a completely normal reaction, she burst out yelling at me, grabbed my neck, and choked me. In response, I grabbed her back, and she yelled at me like I was harming her, beat me up, and locked herself in her room like a child. How ironic. And then over the next few days, tried to kick me out. I was 11. Worked me up till my face started to welt. Then my grandfather passed away, and my mother the day after the funeral said that, just because granddad is gone doesn't mean I'm going to be nice, while me and my sister were sitting in the kitchen, completely unprovoked. Fast forward to summer 2022, and she's already taken my stuff over literally nothing. My end of year grades were all B's and C's, so I went and retrieved my property and put it in hiding. Fast forward 10 minutes, my mom's yelling at me about how I'm having a mental breakdown because I wasn't listening to her, and then did my face in again with a metal art case while kneeling on my chest. I thought that was going to be the end, but it wasn't and she got off of me like nothing happened and took the stuff and called my dad about me. Now she doesn't get mad at me as much, but now there's no food in the house. I've lost faith in living so many times, but I'm with the rest of my family right now and they keep her under control. Well, I hope OP can spin this into a positive thing where they continue to work hard and work towards their independence. And also, don't be afraid of alerting the authorities if something like that happens. Just because it might seem scary, they would be there to help you. Our next story is, I added myself to my mother's lease and she's not happy about it. I'm living with my mother, I'm only 19, and she's been pestering me for rent. She's on welfare, by the way, and in Canada, there's a system for accomplishing this legally. Well, I contacted the housing authorities and got myself added to the lease, so I'd pay a decent amount of the bills. Here's the problem, though. She doesn't want me to have a key. She's controlling and doesn't like giving up any power, but legally I get one if I'm on the lease, so she's threatened to kick me out. It's now winter in Canada, and crap's about to get cold quick. So I did some research and found this quote from a lawyer, If you're on the lease, then you're the tenant of the landlord, the owner, and only he or she can evict you. Now she says she's going to take me off the lease. So no rent for her, and get me to pay her. The huge problem here is, A, that's illegal, because she's on welfare, and would have to claim that income to increase her bills. B, she's not going to get me a key. She kicked me out of the house till early morning once till 4am, and in the dead of winter in Canada, That's a no from me. But she's really playing with fire. 
because in this case, I made it aware to social services that my mother leaves my 12-year-old brother home alone from 4 p.m. to as late as 3 a.m. sometimes, and that's a big child protection issue. And I told them if I have a key to enter at will, it wouldn't be a problem, because I could just come home and be here. So if I tell them I can't get in still, I can tell them to officially file the report. And I have credibility on that because I let the housing authorities know that tidbit as well. Well, Reddit, any thoughts? If your name is on the lease, go to the landlord and get another key from them. Or literally have a locksmith come out and make a key from the lock on the door. Maybe time it when the mom isn't around because you're on the lease. You can't break into your own place. Our next story is, how dare I ruin Thanksgiving by having family other than mom? This is partially a vent and cathartic write-up for me dealing with my mother this holiday season. Some quick background. For the majority of growing up, my family's been pretty small. Military family with no relatives within a thousand miles of us. Up until the last two years, it's basically been my brother, mom, and I. This has led to us being very close. Until I got married and my wife started ruining the family. By ruining, I mean forcing me to have priorities other than the family. So, Thanksgiving has been a chore this year. The wife's family, knowing that they basically had to navigate multiple Thanksgivings on their end, had asked in October and set up plans for their Thanksgiving event. I asked around, no one else had plans, and bam, we approved it. So, we had initially planned a Thanksgiving lunch with my family, and then Soupsgiving with her family. Due to the fact that my mother has some serious time management issues, we had to push my family Thanksgiving to Friday with many weeks notice. This was fine, until my brother was told he now had to work Friday with a timetable of, we may need you 1-8 to hours, which is its own issue but beyond the point. Now his wife is upset she can't go shopping on Black Friday, but I'm currently working out, taking care of cooking, so my wife can take her wife out shopping so her American Black Friday experience isn't ruined. Frankly, I don't care if I eat Friday, Saturday, or Sunday, but he works all three, so we aren't left with great options working around his schedule. Mom now wants me to cancel my plans and have my wife's family move their Thanksgiving to accommodate our change in plans. I flat out told her no. They have to juggle multiple events just like we do and plan far ahead of time to avoid issues like the one we have. So my phone's been getting messages all morning how they're horrible people for not accommodating, attacking their personal politics, beliefs, etc. It's worth noting that I never asked them to reschedule. I personally don't see this as their problem. When that didn't work, that my wife and I are destroying the family with our selfishness and the list of accusations are ongoing. Maybe I don't have the holiday spirit and I'm just a jerk. But this is beyond me on why having a meal on a specific day is so important. We're all adults. We all have jobs. We should be flexible. We can have dinner on Sunday and it's not going to hurt anything. The last message I got from her was a vague, we're going to have Thanksgiving at your house since I don't want to go. So now it's being relocated to my house without warning. And she doesn't want to come. I asked her to confirm. And if she does... Guess we'll have to figure something out because my little brother and sister-in-law still deserve something when mom is being a royal pain in the butt. Family can be freaking exhausting. I know the holidays are the holidays and you tend to want to have the perfect holiday experience exactly on the right days. 
but I just fail to understand why anybody like OP's mom here make it such a big deal to reschedule. It literally doesn't change anything. Work out what you want to do, like Black Friday, you can't reschedule. Figure that out, sure. But God forbid, if you gotta have Thanksgiving the weekend after Thanksgiving, what's the big deal with that? That said, our final story of the day is Racist Entitled Mother at Mall. So a little background here, I'm an adopted black male. My biological mother was a white woman and actively drank while pregnant with the attempt to end it. Because of this, I have a good handful of health problems. Why did she do this? Simply put, according to my parents, she didn't want to have a black baby. Well, then why'd you hook up with a black man, lady? But either way, she's not who this story's about. I was adopted into an all-white family, who I see as my real family. I don't really remember my biological mother at all. I just know what my parents told me. So, I was at an indoor mall while my mom was shopping. I was specifically at a game store when this happened. I was checking to see if they had any PS5s in stock, and since they didn't have anything, I just went to browse some games. I eventually thought about picking up a copy of the Mario and Rabbids Kingdom Battle, since the new one was right around the corner. I hadn't played it yet and wanted to try it. When this lady we'll call Karen walks up to me, with a girl around my age, at least 18 in tow. The conversation that follows, Karen says, excuse me? I say yes. She says, what are you doing here? I say what everyone else is, I suppose, looking at games. She says, are you planning on robbing this place? I say, no. Don't you dare lie to me. I said, ma'am, I'm literally just here because my mom is shopping in the mall. I said, don't lie to me. Your kind is always trying something, and I won't let that happen while my baby girl is here. And at this point, I just realized this lady was racially profiling me. I also want to point out her daughter was rocking a Minecraft shirt and had a super apologetic look on her face. I said, ma'am, please leave me alone before I have to call an employee over here. She says, how dare you threaten me? Now, before I could say anything else, I saw my mom walking into the store towards us. So I pretty much just ignored her statement and tried to walk up to my mom to ask her if we could buy this game since my birthday was a few weeks away and this happens. I said, hey mom, can we please... Karen jumps in, don't you dare go sexually harassing some other poor woman, N-word. I don't know how calling someone mom is harassing any woman, but I suppose that's why we call them Karens. Big mistake. My mom is really protective of me, and I immediately sighed when she said that. It sucks, because when my mom goes off, there is no stopping her. Mom says, what the freak did you just call my son? Karen says, ugh, don't tell me you actually adopted an N-word like that. Now, I'm not actually bothered by someone calling me a slur. I've got tough skin. It's why I don't really have a reaction to someone calling me that. It just doesn't bother me. Mom says, you're going to apologize to him right now. I pretty much immediately try to get my mom's attention again, because as snarky as I can be sometimes, I won't ever want to pick a fight if it doesn't benefit me. I try to get my mom's attention before we get escorted out, but it was like talking to a brick wall. So I pretty much just walked away to avoid the fight. I don't know what else was said, but I did get to talk to the racist lady's daughter. It's incredible to me that she didn't turn out like her mom considering the environment, but I found out later why she was actually really, really sweet. Turns out her parents are divorced and her father got joint custody with her. 
but she usually spends most of her time at her dad's place. The only reason she was with her mom is because her dad was out of town with some friends. I got all of this in the conversation. A shame, if she didn't have a racist mother, I probably would have asked for her number. But she left when her mom was escorted out by security, so a semi-wholesome end to the post. I don't know where the daughter is now, but I hope she's doing well. And I did end up buying Mario and Rabbit's Kingdom Battle. I'm just glad that OP was able to get what they were looking for. A lot of these stories where a Karen comes up to you and harasses you, they end up leaving or they both get escorted out for some reason. And also, bless OP's mom, both for adopting them and being such a good mom. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another absolutely crazy entitled parent story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories.